He is risen. The Lord is risen indeed. This is the day which the Lord hath made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Alleluia, the Lord is risen indeed. O come, let us adore him. Alleluia. Christ, our Passover, is sacrificed for us. Therefore, let us keep the feast. Not with old leaven, neither with the leaven of malice and wickedness, but with the unleavened bread of sincerity and truth. Christ, being raised from the dead, dieth no more. Death hath no more dominion over him. For in that he died, he died unto sin once. But in that he liveth, he liveth unto God. Likewise reckon ye also yourselves to be dead indeed unto sin, but alive unto God through Jesus Christ our Lord. Christ is risen from the dead, and become the firstfruits of them that slept. For since by man came death, by man came also the resurrection of the dead. For as in Adam all die, even so in Christ shall all be made alive. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Psalm 30 on page 374. I will magnify thee, O Lord, for thou hast set me up, and not made my foes to triumph over me. O Lord my God, I cried unto thee, and thou hast healed me. Thou, Lord, hast brought my soul out of hell. Thou hast kept my life that I should not go down into the pit. Sing praises unto the Lord, O ye saints of his, and give thanks unto him for remembrance of his holiness. For his wrath endureth but the twinkling of an eye, and his pleasure is life. Heaviness may endure for a night, but joy cometh in the morning. And in my prosperity I said, I shall never be removed. Thou, O Lord of thy goodness, hast made my hill so strong. Thou didst turn thy face from me, and I was troubled. Then cried I unto thee, O Lord, and gat me to my Lord right humbly. What profit is there in my blood, when I go down into the pit? Shall the dust give thanks unto thee, or shall it declare thy truth? Hear, O Lord, and have mercy upon me. Lord, be thou my helper. Thou hast turned my heaviness into joy. Thou hast put off my sackcloth and girded me with gladness. Therefore shall every good man sing of thy praise without ceasing. O my God, I will give thanks unto thee forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the twelfth chapter of the book of Daniel. At that time, Michael shall stand up, the great prince who stands watch over the sons of your people, and there shall be a time of trouble such as never, such as never was since there was a nation. Even to that time, 
And at that time, your people shall be delivered, everyone who is found written in the book. And many of those who sleep in the dust of the earth shall awake, some to everlasting life, some to shame and everlasting contempt. Those who are wise shall shine like the brightness of the firmament, and those who turn many those who turn many to righteousness like the stars forever and ever. But you, Daniel, shut up the words and seal the book until the time of the end. Many shall run to and fro, and knowledge shall increase. But you, go your way till, sh <clears throat> till the end, for you shall rest and will arise to your inheritance at the end of the days. Here ends the first lesson. I will sing unto the Lord a new... For he hath triumphed gloriously, the horse and his rider hath he thrown into the sea. The Lord is my strength and my song, and he is become my salvation. He is my God, and I will prepare him in habitation. My father's God, and I will exalt him. The Lord is a man of war, the Lord is his name. Pharaoh's chariots and his hosts hath he cast into the sea. His chosen captains are also drowned in the Red Sea. The depths have covered them. They sank into the bottom like a stone. Thy right hand, O Lord, is become glorious in power. Thy right hand, O Lord, hath dashed in pieces the enemy. Who is like thee, O Lord, among the gods? Who is like thee, glorious in holiness, fearful in praises, doing wonders? Thou didst stretch out thy right hand, the earth swallowed them. Thou in thy mercy hast led forth the people whom thou hast redeemed. Thou hast guided them in thy strength to thy holy habitation. Thou shalt bring them in and plant them in the mountain of thine inheritance, in the place, O Lord, which thou hast made for thee to dwell in, in the sanctuary, O Lord, which thy hands have established. The Lord shall reign forever and ever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. We begin at the 13th verse of the 4th chapter of First Thessalonians. But I do not want you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning those who have fallen asleep, lest you sorrow as others who have no hope. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so God will bring with him those who sleep in Jesus. For this we say to you by the word of the Lord, that we who are alive and remain until the coming of the Lord will by no means precede those who are asleep. For the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of an archangel, and with the trumpet of God, and the dead in Christ will rise first. Then we who are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and thus we shall always be with the Lord. Therefore comfort one another with these words. And at the second lesson. Thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power. For thou hast created all things, and for thy pleasure they are and were created. Thou art worthy, O Lamb that was slain, and hast redeemed us to God by thy blood. Out of every kindred and tongue and people and nation, and hast made us kings and priests unto our God. Blessing and honor and glory and power. 
be unto him that sitteth upon the throne and unto the lamb forever and ever i believe in god the father almighty maker of heaven and earth and in jesus christ his only son our lord who was conceived by the holy ghost born of the virgin mary suffered under pontius pilate was crucified dead and buried he descended into hell the third day he rose again from the dead he ascended into heaven and sitteth on the right hand of god the father almighty from thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead i believe in the holy ghost the holy catholic church the communion of saints the forgiveness of sins the resurrection of the body and the life everlasting amen the lord be with you and with thy spirit let us pray our father who art in heaven hallowed be thy name thy kingdom come thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil for thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever amen O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Grant, we beseech thee, Almighty God, that we who celebrate with reverence the Paschal Feast may be found worthy to attain to everlasting joys through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Almighty God, who through thine only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, has overcome death and opened unto us the gate of everlasting life. We humbly beseech thee that, as by thy special grace preventing us, thou dost put into our minds good desires, so by thy continual help we may bring the same to good effect. Through the same Jesus Christ our Lord, who liveth and reigneth with thee in the Holy Ghost, ever, one God, world without end. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom. Defend us, thy humble servants, in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries, through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger but that all our doings being ordered by thy governance may be righteous in thy sight, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Good morning to all. Uh, just a, a note on how we sort of travel through Easter week. Um, the, the two main narratives for the resurrection itself are, are in John's gospel and Luke's gospel. They have the most extended narrative of appearances and we read John's Gospel on Easter Day, and then the Sunday after Easter we read, and actually Easter Friday we'll read at our Evensong, the extension of that, and then on, on a week from um, uh, Sunday, on Low Sunday, we'll read uh, more of John's account. And in our communion lessons for Monday and Tuesday, we read Luke's account of the resurrection, and we move them to our Tuesday noon Mass to Thursday morning Mass, so it's kind of how we read through it. So I commend 
to your attention if you're not making it to midweek masses to to read Luke's resurrection narrative Luke 24 and and the accounts that are in in there and it's a good way to meditate on on you know the resurrection and what it means to us and how we we, we kind of connect with it um today we have lesson from Daniel and Thessalonians and and to understand the, the, these lessons, it, it's important even to understand the resurrection hope. We have to kind of get out of our our sort of contemporary way of thinking about uh, being saved and understand sort of how the Jewish mind saw the problem. Uh, the Jewish mind did not think about um, being saved as, hey, I will die and somehow my spirit will go and be with God and this is a great thing. Um, the Jewish hope was that they would enjoy um, the fulfillment of God's covenant in prosperity and peace and life in the land, you know, in their bodies in a place. And so, therefore, the idea that, um, you, that you, you die and you bury your body and your spirit goes, um, is buried and goes to a place which is in the Old Testament called Sheol, which translates, that's a Hebrew word, Sheol, it translates into the Greek as Hades, and and it's in our parable of, of the rich man and Lazarus, where the rich man died, and in Hades, or Sheol, he's in torment. And um, we won't get into detail about this intermediate state, which in, in the time between the end of the Old Testament and the beginning of the New Testament, it came to be understood that there was a division in that intermediate state between the righteous and the wicked. But nonetheless, that state was not completed. It marked the fact that human life was stuck. We, we couldn't get to the promises of God while bodies are laying in the ground and spirits are in the holding tank called Sheol. What was needed was the resurrection. And this is why in even our Psalm today in verse three, the Lord, thou hast brought my soul out of hell, the world held out of Sheol. You're not going to leave me there, and this is why it has its ultimate horizon with with Christ, who who died, who descended as the Apostles' Creed says into hell, which is Sheol or Hades. But he didn't leap, stick there. The third day he rose again. He came out and was reunited with his body. And this is the hope, and this is why the Jewish hope of resurrection is essential, because we have to rise in our bodies to enjoy the promises that God has made to us in our bodies and for Israel's hope as a nation to, to be communally alive in the presence of God in the place, the land that God has, has, has promised. And so we get to Daniel. Um, this is Daniel is, is an end of the Old Testament writing, <clears throat> and he talks about the resurrection. You know, many who sleep in the dust of the earth will arise, some to everlasting blessedness, some to contempt, uh, a, uh, a teaching that's echoed in John chapter 5. And and even at the end of Daniel gets the hope that that um, you will go sleep, the work, you will, you will rest in your sleep, but you'll rise at the end of the day, at the end of the days. In other words, Daniel participate in this resurrection, which summarizes the Jewish hope. In the interim, in the intermediate state, he will be he be, he was sleeping in, in 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 peace. He'll be with God in some way. And so, getting to our Thessalonians lessons, this is this is a, a verse that um, in the 
brand of thinking called dispensationalism is often misinterpreted as quote the you know the rapture um there is no rapture because if you're very you know pay attention to this verse um it doesn't say that people be raptured be resurrected that 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 um the, the trumpet will sound and the dead in Christ will, will, will rise. And, and, that's, and that's the point. And what he's telling the Thessalonians in this chapter is that um, there was a feeling that um, the, the error that St. Paul is correcting in 1 Corinthians 4.13 is the error that said, if you died before the resurrection happened, you'd miss out on it because they're waiting for the imminent coming of our Lord to 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 change the the mortal body into the immortal body and so somebody died they missed it and so saint paul saying no no i want you to be ignorant those who fall asleep they're not missed out when the lord comes the dead in christ will rise in their bodies first then whoever is living at the coming of christ will be caught up in the air and nt wright has had the best take on this because in dispensationalism, they're caught up in the air to go be spirited away to some holding tank in the nethermost regions of, of heaven. But what it really is, N.T. Wright suggests, is that they're caught up in the air then to lead the victory train into, back to earth, to come into the inheritance of the new heavens and the new earth, the renewed creation that now the new people of God inherit. And that's the inheritance language that Daniel has and in and um and even throughout the new testament we're heirs with 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 christ heirs of what the new heavens and the new earth the kingdom that god has prepared which will enter fully into in the resurrection because that's how the jewish hope embodied hope of enjoying prosperity life community with god in the land can be fulfilled it cannot be fulfilled as a disembodied we die and go to heaven hope and so therefore we always understand that um when we die we we believe that in death the body is buried and the spirit goes to be somehow the new testament calls it with christ in paradise or asleep all of which can be synonymous words if we think about it. a lot happens when you're asleep um that but that's not the final state this is what is called the intermediate state of the soul and we pray for those in the intermediate state that they'll grow we 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 have that language in our prayer for the church and we it, there's a lot that's unknown about it but that's not the hope the hope is that christ will appear and then the dead in christ will rise and then we'll come into the fullness of our inheritance and this is important because that's a hope we can long for, the fullness of life in the body, in community. This whole idea of dying and going to heaven, while it sounds like kind of a consolation prize, you know, you're not in a body, all the images associated with it, playing harps on clouds, are not something most of us really long to do for the rest of eternity. You know, we want to, we want to be restored to the fullness of life in the body, and that's what the resurrection hope clearly is. The dead in Christ will rise and and will come into the fullness of the promise of God. And that's so we're going to be very clear in the New Testament and just pay close attention when you're reading. That's always the hope is resurrection. The, the New Testament is always looking for the telos, the appearance of our Lord and the completion of hope. And between now and then, the dead are at rest, at peace with Christ in ways we don't fully grasp 
but we're all together waiting for that, for the trumpet to sound and the dead to rise. And that's something we can really, really, really long for. I think it gives the real texture to the Christian hope. So anyway, a few thoughts about today's lessons. Accept, O Lord, our intercessions for all mankind. Let the light of thy gospel shine upon all nations. Be gracious unto thy church, and grant that every member of the same in his vocation and ministry may serve thee faithfully. Bless all authority over us, and so rule their hearts and strengthen their hands, that they may punish wickedness and vice, and maintain thy true religion and virtue. Send down thy blessings, temporal and spiritual, upon all our relations, friends, and neighbors. Reward all who have done us good, and pardon all those who have done or wish us evil, and give them repentance and better minds. Be merciful to all who are in any ways afflicted or distressed, in mind, body, or estate. Comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities. Have mercy upon the faithful departed, and grant them an entrance into the land of light and joy, the fellowship of thy saints. For his sake who went about doing good, thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, thine unworthy servants, do give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. We bless thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for thine